When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Everybody, welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home mic. The I I H I I H yeah, I, I did it right. <clears throat> uh, World Juniors, well underway. Actually, right now we've got Canada playing right now. Mike Sebastian Kosa has saved three of the four shots he's faced so far. Woo! Bingo, bingo. Tristan was aboard early in the comments. Before we even started, Mike, a half hour ago, Tristan threw in there. Oh, Mike, you're still muted. <laughs> Sorry. I'm glad you oh, There I am. Oh. <laughs> you had to hold your breath the whole time. <laughs> Tristan, uh, we'll, we'll touch on this, but he threw in there. We picked the wrong goalie. Oh, Bubba. Oh, Bubba. Here we go. Here <laughs> Silver 33-44. I don't think so. Wellstead's progression will be faster because of his SHL experience. Kosa will be better in time. Antonio, what's going on, my man? Chewy's aboard. Chewy. Chewy. I've, only got, I've got a couple weeks left in Howell, man. Got the house sold while I was on vacation. It's a good story. Hey, Jared, coming in. Did you move yet? Nope. Still uh, still the, uh, the blank <laughs> canvas behind me. Uh, as I prepare to move, Mike, I'll, I'll tell you, we, we don't banter a lot. We usually jump right into Red Wings stuff, but... It's very true. I hope... You know what? Maybe my real estate agent does need to hear this. <laughs> We're going to get vacation. him on the horn right now. <laughs> We're on vacation. <clears throat> and he told us, like, all the complaints that he got at our open house. And we had to spend complaints. a whole... Yeah. Like, so... When you're putting your house together, we pulled off the paint. They they tell you, like, for you to sell your house, you should pull down paintings and obviously pictures of yourself because people want to, like, sort of paint their own pictures. So you leave furniture if it's nice and then blank walls. So I did that, except then I had a bunch of, pat, you know, like, holes on the wall. So I had to patch them up and paint over them. 
And the real estate agent comes in the day before we leave on vacation and says, ooh, that might that might be a problem. And we're just like, nah, it's fine. Nobody's going to care because they're going to paint the house however they want to paint it. Yeah. Have the open house. We're on vacation. And he decides to tell us, well, the number one complaint I got at the open house and him kind of like connecting the dots as to like why we didn't get any offers. He's like, well, it was uh, the paint in the living room. So I was like, great. It's all my fault. I got to spend my vacation now realizing that my house isn't going to sell because, oh, I didn't use a paint roller. I just used a paintbrush. And then the next day we get two offers, one of which is well above asking and we're done. But we had because like the real estate agent wanted to have his moment where he was like, see, I warned you not to go on the market with this painted living room and instead waited one day. Piece of garbage. You know what, Matt? I know there's a lot of stress for you, but this is a classic Matt story where it was a four-star Yelp review, not a five-star, but you still ended up getting above asking price for the sale of your house. <laughs> what a disappointment that vacation was before you sold your house and basically paid for your vacation with the sale. What a heartbreaking story that is. My, my favorite part about our house selling is that there's another house around the corner <sighs> yeah. that is asking for more than ours. But yeah. ours is ours is a bigger house. So we came under there asking. They've been trying to sell their house for like a month. <laughs> and now we still get to go on walks around the neighborhood. And they know it's us. Like they saw that our house went up and we sold three days later. <laughs> Do you have uh, shirts printed with that Remax sold sign that you can wear in front of them? Ours, ours was a Keller Williams agent. So mm, Keller. Little K dub, huh? Nice. <laughs> Jared says this is now the new homeowner's rant. Uh, I just like I uh, go on rants for days about being a homeowner. And while uh, we're still uh, bantering, Matt, every time we try to say goodbye to wrestling, it's just yeah. like the Godfather. They bring us back in. Yep. Whether it's bringing in the serial killer character Dexter Loomis, uh, reintroducing Io Shirai Sky and Dakota Kai. Um, I, I'm pumped to watch Monday Night Raw. There's real storylines. And here's Jeffy down for Jared Jer as he waits Jared's for some hockey talk. Yeah. <laughs> so Jared right, doesn't I, want a five-minute wrestling bit. Okay. Can we, you know what, Jared? I like this. Can we make this official? If we see it in the comments, we know it's time to move on. Uh, Eric Johnson is aboard, by the way. Hi, Eric. What did Eric have to say? Hi, guys. Hey. I knew he did. I just wanted to hear you say it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, uh, what's funny there i mean we've never like spelled it out so anybody that only listens to the podcast is just like yeah he said hi who gives a shit just move <laughs> move on yeah all right mike uh titled the episode uh detroit red wings are attending the iihf uh world juniors uh we had uh, i believe the most juniors attending we and do. I, yep, I, nine I, of them. I stole that from uh, a twitter post from some random twitter post but mike you're confirming for me that somebody more legit we lead the and... league in world junior uh, prospects <laughs> and it's one of those things like i think we've made the comment before where it's like yeah, is this the thing we want to lead the league in but what's fun is like a donovan zabrango Right, and what what he's doing right I'll, now. Uh, I'll tell you and, what's fun. Yeah. I think they asked Iserman about it. Like, wow, what do you think? You got like nine prospects there. What's that like? And he's like, well, we have drafted a lot of players. 
<laughs> so basically implying the odds are there'd be some Red Wings because of how many extra draft picks we've accrued over the past couple seasons. But uh, always not- very self-effacing, humble, and a little tongue-in-cheek for Mr. Eiserman. He did not disappoint, so I appreciate Can I- that. Well, yeah. So here's what I was going to say was like, I, I've been kind of on this side where it's like, all right, I, I kind of want to get past this. I want to stop having this celebration that we're doing so well prospect wise. But when it's this prospect, yeah, I said that right. When it's this many, Mike, you're talking about almost an entire draft full of talent that could fill out this. And, and we know that this is spread out at least over one, over two, three, three drafts. But yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole draft of guys right there. Like if you landed, <laughs> if you knew you were going to throw everybody that you drafted into a juniors roster, you'd be thrilled. But uh, the other side of it and Dan B thrown out there, Sabrango with an assist so far tonight, I think it was on a Connor Bedard goal. So uh, Mike, a lot of chemistry being built between Sabrango and Connor Bedard. <laughs> Um, anyway, but I, I like, I like the Sabrangos being in there. I like the Red Savages cause those, and, and Carter Mazur, like those, those were guys that I felt like we were just telling ourselves like, yes, we should be excited about these prospects. But this is, I think the, what do you want? The outside, um, is it affirmation? No. What's the, you want somebody, a third party on the outside to tell you that yes the guys that you drafted are good and this is this you know it, it, it only really happen when they look at the red wings roster in a few years and they say stanley cup material but in the meantime <laughs> this is these are these little nibs these are like the little bites we get of like okay yes we are doing the right things everything steve Eisenberg has done so far good choices even though uh you know, we led the show off with Tristan telling us maybe there's a bad choice mixed in there, which uh, we'll, we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, did I get that phrase right? Am I what's the uh, what? I don't think affirmation is that that far off. Um, but you want like that. Outside yeah, you, you just perspective. Yeah, uh, the yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we get what you were, were trying to do instead like, of just, you know, tell you that you're cute. But what does that get you? Nothing. Um, yeah, or I mean, like, we're used to uh, being in love with our prospects because they're ours. So, you know, and it's somebody else telling you, yeah, actually, you do have a cute baby. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah, so exact same analogy, but I vaguely added sports to it. Yeah. Um, it's still yeah. appreciated. It is. Um, I want to check out uh, the stats here real quick. So Canada's playing right now against Latvia. Um, and... Uh, Kosa didn't have I, I can't speak to his numbers in the first game. All I can speak to is how insane everybody went on Twitter for Kosa's first game uh <laughs> running through this tournament. But Mike, we can now say getting deeper into the second period, Kosa is almost sniffing 90% save percentage at the World Juniors. Um, so it's 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 getting better. Um <laughs> Look, it's a, it, it's, a, it's obviously not the most fun thing in the world to see, like, one of the goalies that you talk about over and over as, like, one of our future saviors. You, you don't want to see him struggle at all. You want to see him go into a junior tournament and just kick the walls in. Or I guess this as a goalie, you want to see him make a I mean, uh, but, Kosa, um, it, he's just a victim of being on too good of a team. You know, he 
yeah, a goal got in, but I mean, he only faced, you know, eight shots. So it's, it's kind of team Canada's fault that they're not letting more shots in. So we can pad those stats a little bit more and uh, make that safe percentage look better. But yeah, uh, whilst at so far, and this is what Tristan oh, uh, mentioned was with, uh, we picked the wrong goalie. Of course, whilst was left on the board when we went with Kosa, he's, I mean, he's only 91 save percentage and Mike, uh, he's got Simon Edmondson in front of him. So clearly the best defense uh, rolling right now in the world juniors. Uh, but we can, we can start to start doing this. Uh, well, I was kind of hoping Sweden would be first here, but nope. Our check. Uh, right. That's a check flag, right? I mean, yeah, I check flag myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's a beautiful uh, image, man. Jan, you know. Jan Bednash, first guy uh, rolling through here. We've got one game played, 29 shots on goal. Um, oh, you know what? They didn't they didn't give me a save percentage. Um rolling through. I can't really be too upset. I mean, right? Since one game in. Oh, I gotta pull up the sorry, I gotta pull up the stat. I have it up here. One second. I mean, not yeah, not all these guys are uh, Connor Bedard. So I bet well, you know. I I don't know what to tell you. Not not a lot of not a lot of production to talk so, about here, man. So here's what you wouldn't want to be too upset about. Five, uh, five goals. is uh, I can't get this screen to pull up. But anyway, uh, five I goals. I mean, we're going to go, Matt, I'm yes. telling you, we're going to go through like four of these, and uh, I think maybe one of them is interesting. So I'm, I'm sorry. All we right, don't have a lot of sizzle yet, but it's coming. Thank you, Jan. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Mule we Vero? did get a participation trophy award. Hey, uh, got, here's a second a participation one. trophy. Cool. All right. So you're, you're ready to go. Um well, with all due respect, I mean, not, not a lot going. Uh, Red was on the ice. Um, he did manage to get a goal. Pretty cool. Carter gets an assist. I mean, come on. that's This is legit here. Come on. let's. let's... No, Red you're right. Pretty good, he had a pretty good goal where it was all about him stuffing his face right in the net. It actually might be worth uh, me sniffing around the internet and seeing if I can find it. Because uh, it, it was... It was a goal where you don't necessarily, you're not going to point at it and say, see, this is the difference we're going to get. Um, but it, if if you're looking for a guy who's going to live the name of Red Savage, uh, uh -huh. this is the type of goal you want to see go in. Um, and you know what? One of these days, I'm going to get it to pull up. I, I, I guarantee it. Uh, but I'm doing a pretty good job telling this story. So I think you have a pretty good idea of what this replay is going to look like if I ever get it to come up on screen. There it is. Make sure there's no sound. You know, I wonder if the IIHF is going to come after us if we have sound. Only one way to find out. <laughs> well, I muted it already. Okay. So that's our boy Red down in front of the net. And, um, you know, it, who, who's to say that um, it wasn't just going to roll in anyway, you know? <laughs> hey hey a lot of skill in that play come on yeah. no red's red's making the right choice and he even made the comments after the game like this is where he sees his game this is what he knows like his instinct is to just run and crash the net um I mean, that's not a euphemism when he says that he's literally crashing into the net for goals so i mean we could talk too. like one of the bonuses of of seeing a goal like this go in you can't really pretend that there's anything going on with this that isn't just like a hard-nosed play to the net you know what i mean like sometimes you look at these guys with these high-skilled plays and you start to break it down and the question you start to ask are, are, are can those plays be accomplished when you're facing nhl caliber defenses and goaltenders 
You don't know. But we do know that Red, regardless of the skates in front of him, regardless of the bodies in front of him, is going to go face first right into the goalie to try and put a puck in the back of the net. <laughs> right? A little reckless abandon. Uh, I, you know, we talk about we think we know what Eiserman uh, fetishizes uh, besides, Ooh. you know, tall, lanky defensemen. Uh, we also like when uh, men that hit each other. That's why he signed Ben Sherratt, and uh, he's pretty giddy about uh, the Macho Man Red Savage uh, crashing into players to get a goal there. Yeah. Um. So who who is your sexy? Who's your sexy slide? Is this your sexy slide? Oh, I hope we got music queued up for this. Man, look at Edmondson's hair. Yeah, it is pretty nice. Oh, do you want me to queue up the music? We have music I... now, guys. Um. I hope it's just a saxophone solo. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your Swedish. <laughs> Teddy Niederbach, William Wallander, and Simon Edmondson. <laughs> one assist for Simon Edmondson today. Another one for Teddy, who also, uh, I think he got five minutes and maybe a game misconduct for almost killing a guy. And uh, we got a plus one for William Wallander. If you guys just want to bask and have a little uh, I, little dance party here, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if we get in trouble for that music, but uh, it's it's available now. You know what's funny is when you group these guys together, um, like uh, Breast is uh, management soul and uh, Roll is the president of WWE, Vince McMahon. But we always used to rib him uh, for, in WWE because he always had a body type. You know, he always liked the big, big muscles and big and tan. But now kind of putting all these Iserman draft picks together. Hey, wait a minute. You guys are all like six foot four and kind of wavy, beautiful hair. Uh, what's going on, Steve? It's like, well, I got a type. You know, I uh, keep draft, keep seeing them, and I keep picking them. Um, so I don't know if there's anything to that theory, Matt, but um, Iserman definitely giving away his uh, his type here with these three gentlemen. Um, I wanted to see if I could bring up Connor Bedard's goal. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, we don't really need to pull that up. That was all one cool thing dark. before you zip away is, um, <laughs> yeah. they mentioned the clubs that these guys play for, like Frolunda, uh, Rogel, and then yeah. Edmondson, they just list them as Detroit Red Wings. thought that was pretty cool. I mean, he's probably going to make it. I think that's the difference between them having their contract signed and being, uh, like I think it's a guarantee that he's contract. making the roster in September. Oh, you're saying that because that happened with the IHF that he's guaranteed was, to play? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got to no, pay I attention can... to these things. Yeah, they give them away all the time, man. Yeah, we're not reading into that. That's, no. that's a sure thing. Um, let me pull. I just want to make sure. Yeah, so Connor Bedard pretty much just carries it over the blue line and <laughs> knifes it <laughs> from, <laughs> from the blue line. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Sabrango, good for him. Building chemistry, building that box score. <laughs> You know what? Sometimes uh, yeah, just no, use the no, box no, score. Don't watch no, the tape. Wow. Um, but yeah, this is uh, my our next slides are pretty much us just confirming. Uh, oh, where is it? Oh, I did I did change those around. Uh, just that Koso was playing tonight, and then I didn't have any stats for Koso yet. Um, only because their game's going right now. So, I mean, I, I mean, we're talking about it. All right, so Mike, uh, let's talk about Kosa. Right. Uh, I think we can. Let me see if I can bring up what Kosa's at right now while we keep talking. He's six foot he's still, six. You know, he's still at the eighty nine percent save percentage. Um, okay. Mike Again, Kosa's the fault struggles. of Team Canada for not giving in more shots. So, 
and Jared throws out there, lol, random Canada flag. Every <laughs> all the slides had the team flag, the country flag. We're trying to get better at our uh, just... subliminal imagery here. So just like a <laughs> little Canadian propaganda if you're paying attention. Okay. Wait, I got to do... I wish that we already had a card for Sabrango because this mustache, holy mackerel. Um, all right, so let, let's let's try and get this conversation going. I'm gonna try and get uh, I'm gonna try and get this picture up. This is this is quite the stash of Rooney. Um, Mike, oh, how worried yeah. are you about Sebastian Cosa struggling one game, and then here we are today. Are we counting uh, percentage? Yeah, I, he just doesn't get enough shots. I this doesn't really mean anything to me. Um, I just I'm pumped that he's invited. I'm not ready to give up on him for you know the the Wallstead with a, a quick start. I I would be more excited if the statistics were flip flop, but I definitely not panic time. Um, I think it's more tongue in cheek. Oh, we messed up time. So I I think that our buddy Tristan is is you know allowed to have his opinion. But uh, yeah, um, I'm willing to give it more than you know these two weeks. Um, and as for Sabrango, my God, that mustache. He's it's, like, I, uh, guys, I look killer, old now, it? right? <laughs> I didn't realize he had uh, red hair. I kind of wish his name was Red. There's got to be some relationship to be built from uh, Red Savage, just the name, Sabrango, the red hair. And uh, Mike, I did want to point out, Club Grand Rapids Griffin. Hey, told That's you. Where the contract is. Um, um, the the hair does look like it helicoptered onto his head, though. I, I he looks a little like, like a creative character a in Cyberpunk. Yeah. So I think it looks like helmet hair. I think it looks all squishied up, like he just got out of practice. Yeah, they didn't give him time for a glamour shot. Jared wants to know how that mustache is even allowed. Well, I'll remind you, this is the Canadian Junior Team. <laughs> Um, um, I don't know what what else is there to talk about. Uh, there's no panic from us in the um, Cosa conversation. I, I, don't, I don't know how you possibly all. could be. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I and yeah, I think you were right. Maybe there's uh, a little bit of joke in there from from Tristan at the top of the show. He's de he's definitely um, kidding. Hopefully, but that that comes to like <laughs> what what's what's the overall feeling that I think we should all have watching this. Um. I think I think these tournaments, these junior tournaments, we need to stop taking so much away from them. Uh, because we've had guys that are completely written off like the face of the earth because they struggle for a little bit in one area or another. And then like you look like you look at the Finnish team, uh, over the last couple of years, they have they have a couple of guys that have been highlighted as like struggling right like uh they they struggled uh with their own home league and then they come to this junior tournament and just like the last junior tournament they were involved in they're doing pretty good and i'm talking yeah. about aturatu uh from two years ago the draft and mike our boy this year that uh i'm struggling to think of his name but we both said we wanted to pick him in the first round um <laughs> i can't believe i'm doing this to myself um I, let me, let me <laughs> i know I know, I know. I'm an idiot. I shouldn't have said it. Let me pull him up so everybody knows who I'm talking about. Can I ask um, the people no. what they think of this? Like, these kind of tournaments? Like, I, I feel like it transcends every single sport. 
Um, like the Tigers will have these guys in Latin ball hitting, you know, 800 with nine home runs. And then we bring them to MLB and they, you know, can barely play defense to stay on the field. Um, oh, Brad know, Lambert. Look, there we go. Jeez. The Lions will have like a, a crazy practice and then they're, you know, three and 14 again. Uh, the Pistons will have guys blowing it up in summer league and then now they're unemployed. Um, I, I don't know. What do you, is it just kind of the entertainment value to see these young guys play just kind of for the obsessives uh, for like the super duper hockey nerds? Because um, all it is for me is it's reps and they're televised reps kind of. So then I get to see what young guys look like against other young guys, but I guess there's just the entertainment value in it. I, I don't know if there's really anything to, to glean from the any of the statistics in the games. You know what I mean? They're, 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 it's so easy to spin the narrative about, oh, he only got like three shifts. Oh, Kosa, he, his save percentage is 88, but he faced nine shots in a three-period hockey game. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I guess to kind of jump on that point, Brad Lambert was the name I couldn't remember and not Ratu. So we're talking about two Finnish guys that dropped in the draft. Uh, Ratu. Those are two Red Wings rant hall of famers. Yeah. Yep. Two guys we, we had pegged for pretty much an entire Superstar year them. and we could have, yeah. probably could have had them both. <laughs> Ratu walks away with the four points in, uh, in his one game. And then Brad just has the one goal. But then going back to your point and and kind of where I was stuffing this was how much do we really want to take away from this? Because we just had a ton of people tell us, and that means NHL executives, scouts, uh, just other podcasts, other guys, you know, other doofuses like us with opinions, all telling us that, uh, you know, uh, we don't have to worry about not getting Atu Ratu and Brad Lambert. So when they do do well, do you have to get too excited about it? Do you have to kind of, you know, kick your foot in the ground or or get mad about a COSA draft? No, I think I think calling it reps is is a great point. I think um, it's the talent level for this age group, right? It's through the roof. But we're also talking about this age group where so many things could happen and guys are still growing. And you could have somebody that's going to be an absolute garbage player mentally do well because he's facing guys that haven't learned enough and once he catches up to guys that know better he won't do as great so yeah i i think it's fun that we have so many guys at this age group that uh are ranked high enough that they're gonna make this team and um you know besides that i think it's just gonna be fun if we see some fun plays but um you know, I don't want to. I don't want to take too much away from this. I don't want to get too mad at Sebastian Cosa. I don't want to get like I want to. I want to applaud um, Red, Sabrango, Mazer getting on the team, and then I want to have fun as I watch this tournament, and then I just kind of want to turn off. I want to. I want to not judge everything that happens, except for like that. I, I still come back to that Red Savage goal. Like if that if we find Red has a goal on his box score uh and then um you know he did some sort of dipsy doodle around the defense to to put it in the back of the net that's fine he's he's playing kids but you see a guy go face first into the goalie possibly take one in the teeth like that's (laughs) that's something you can say okay any level you can make that choice you can go in there so uh that that is uh is something i'll I'll lend a little bit more of a conversation to to like from choice wise and ability wise or 
you know, who, who is the guy as a player? We could have those conversations, but um, just straight up, like, how did somebody do based on goals and assists and pucks in the back of the net? I don't know. Like, let's celebrate, you know, like Connor Bedard. What, it's, uh, he's he's going to end up with a ton of points here, right? Um, yeah. Like, that'll be fun to watch, but I'm not going to, you know, we don't need to see the guy who kind of is middling and get all excited about, you know, oh, almost a, a point per game. I, I think that's like the You know what I'll say, to too, is, is like um... – ESPN's getting better with like uh, I know I know they've had web gems for a while, but trying to find a way to like showcase something that's not just a home run because a home run highlight is just really weird. You just watch a guy swing really hard, and then the ball just kind of disappears off the TV. Um, so it's kind of like, oh, that's the good thing for that team. Um, so I guess when we watch, um, Red Savage got the goal. Who got the assist? Was it Sabrango? And he's gonna get. He got what we would call. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, Sabrango so, so off the Bedard goal, right? Yeah, he got his assist, and it's like a well, technically he got an assist, right? Um, and Red Savage, well, technically he got a goal, but it just went off his face. <laughs> um, maybe the fault is not so much like, you know, are these are these real highlights? Is is maybe they maybe they aren't showcasing it like they should. And they could do a better job of kind of doing more of a, a prospect profile with those videos, which we can't do because we don't have the license permission of the IHF to you know, shoot footage. Um, but there's got to be those, you know, um, you know, those heavy, gritty plays that Savage is getting, like contributing before the goal goes in, you know, like maybe, you know, 30 seconds prior. Um, you know, same thing with Sabrango. He's still got to have made the play to get to the point where he gets a well-technically assist. Um, so I, I would say that that would be something maybe a little more in depth and a little more time consuming, but would yeah. ultimately for us be a little bit more of an indicator than seeing, well, looks like he's on the stat sheet. So in the video game is overall go up. Um, <laughs> I think what you want is, you know, to see those actual plays that make you feel like, oh, okay, now I can see where this guy would show up in the NHL and contribute rather than him. Um, you know, getting a pass to far and away the best player on the ice or a guy just kind of being there for a, you know, a car crash. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's just kind of refocusing how they do those highlight packages. Now, Michigan UP, what's going on, Mish? Uh, I've decided that I'm not talking or thinking about COSA for another three years. That's, Fair. Yeah, that's a good way to go about it. What did that's we say very pragmatic we way to think about it. I like it. Didn't, didn't we, I mean, we put the three to five year mark on him as as you would with any goaltender you draft so it's that's i'm very comfortable with that number um yeah we like 26 year old rookies no problem <laughs> now uh silver 33 44 coming in with the more important conversation here um slagger from usa gives uh sabrango a run Ooh, for his a money stash off stash. Yeah. I, <clears throat> all right now i'm looking at it i'm looking at slagger right now I gotta say, I'm still, I'm still leaning Sabrango. Now it might be there's a little bit of Homer in there, but this is, uh, this is kind of patchy. There's some patchy. Like this is, this is me trying to grow something out. Like it's better than mine, but um, it's patchy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. 
I uh, I can't say a lot about patchy facial hair because um, I basically just grow like cat whiskers. Um, so I know whether or not I fit in a doorway. Um, so but it's I, usually just a lot of envy. But that Soprango mustache was bushy and thick. Yes. Uh, that, if this is the only photo beard. we have to go on, yeah, Soprango wins that one. <laughs> I mean, we are talking full beard here with uh, Slaggart, but I, I'm still leaning Soprango on that. Uh, and we did get, I love this, Henrik, in Sweden, we call that a mopamush, a moped stash, is what he guesses is the best translation. Now, Henrik, I'm sorry I butchered that pronunciation, probably, uh, but I love a mopamush. Yeah, that's <laughs> Maybe I, I put a, like I, a, I put really... a little too much stank on it when I said it, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's got like uh, like a, a Muppet word written all over it. I love that. <laughs> Jared's going to start using that. Uh, Dan B coming in on the Ratu conversation. Uh, Bushnikov, better than Ratu. And I'm all about this conversation. I'm just saying, like, I think what I was trying to do was even out, like, if we're going to sit here and say Kosa, we don't want to panic about that, then we also don't want to get too excited. Like, I don't want to turn around and say, see, we should have drafted Atu Ratu. Because he had four points. Like, I'm just, I'm going to, we need to pull back on both sides. So, Dan B, I'm all about that. Ketzel, arriving a little bit late, and I'm late to responding to this. this hey, Ketzel. Go. Right. Ketzel, how you doing, yeah. my man? Um, Chewy thrown out there. He had a stash once. He didn't care for it. Beard is better. I uh, I mean, I made the choice. I've had moments on this podcast where I have had a bushier beard. But uh, I was told that I look better if I just cut it real close. The beard, the stash, everything. So Yeah, it's I'm, a brilliant scam on our part. It's uh, it's like uh, makeup <clears throat> for men. It's a really good idea. Um, but unfortunately, I couldn't really grow anything here or here. I would just kind of grow. I had my little kitty cat Crosby mustache. Um, I also kind of look like an evil like train conductor. So it, it didn't really work for me. I had to say goodbye. Ketzel, uh, Kosa's still a baby, too. I'm not even really evaluating him for another few years. Tendies have the slowest growth. Not chicken tendies, gold tendies. Just want to remind everybody. Um, <laughs> and I, the, can I, can I, I got to call this out, too. Ketzel asking uh, the YouTube chat, how's everyone doing in this dry time for hockey news? Honestly, this is such a stretch for us to turn this into a full episode. <laughs> We pulled up the stats of every guy that's played so far. And, uh, yeah, I'm struggling. Silver's struggling. Um, <laughs> Jared, 20 of us are watching two dudes from Michigan ramble. Yep, that's that's about as accurate as it gets. That's about all we, uh, that's all we have is each other, Jared. So. It's a nice little oof. Um, all right, Ace Fishing coming in with the transition. Uh, Wallman, one way, one year, 1.05 million. Anyone else? Seen it. Um, yeah, we got it. Yep, that bad boy is confirmed. Um, all right, so that happened. I don't know. Uh, here's the difference here. Uh, Steve wanted to do a, uh, a less than. I think he was trying to do minimum, actually. This was in, like, the 750K and a two-way contract. So Jake gets his way, uh, and he will be put on waivers if there's any changes that need to be made with Jake sticking on the team. Um. So there's there's that little ditty that's mixed in there. So that's that's kind of a fun piece of the conversation. But also, this team will not live and die with Jake Wallman. I think it's just 
one of those we knew we struggled on the left side and Steve at the end of the season was picking up as many left side defensemen as he could. And uh, we'll see what happens with Jake. This is, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to call it a win-win, but there's no losing in this situation. I mean, he, he's roughly an 80th of the cap space. So I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> I think we can worm in an 80th of the cap um, for Wallman. Um, I just saw some, some, uh, that That actually is pretty fuzzy. I should probably just pull up the cap friendly page. Yeah. Um, does this mean the Red Wings are going to be carrying eight defensemen? That's what I, that's what I was reading. Um, suppose so. Makes sense for what we're looking at roster wise. Um, yeah, it was basically with that signing, like the expendables would be like, uh, oh, do we lose the image? There we go. I got it. Same one. Um, where's my guy at? They said the expend, like the expendables would be like Giovanni Smith and Adam Ernie because they'd have to clear waivers. But I don't know if people are really scrambling to pick those guys up. Maybe Giovanni just to give him a give him a run. Um, can you do one scroll down? Yeah. Um, give me one more scroll if you can. Maybe you didn't. How far do you want to go? Do you want to go see the non-roster players? There we go. Yeah, they said that the easy move would probably be Valeno, but I, you know, ideally you'd want him to be good enough to make the team. So hopefully he has a, you know, a good summer leading into the fall and a good Traverse City run. But um, you know, got to kind of see how that plays out. Uh, Ace thrown out there. I don't think Wallman's going to fit. It sounds like they're pushing for the uh, for Ronick to be on that second line. Well, then um, I think we're talking, right? We're talking different uh, sides of the ice here. So uh, I, this is up, right? So yeah, you're talking Ronick on the right side, Wallman on the left side. And I'm picturing Wallman on, on the third pairing, if not a seventh or eighth D as Mike threw out there that they're looking to do eight D men. So I think he fits that if they're going to be doing uh, eight defensemen. Um, I don't know. So your left siders, you got Ben Sherratt, Olimata, Jordan Osterley, and Jake Wallman. Those are your left side defensemen. If I am playing the game right now. And who's... Edvinson, right? Oh, yeah. We got to throw an Edvinson in there. Um, yep. If I'm playing the game right now. Your three that are starting opening night, I think, gosh, do we do it? We just throw in Edmondson, like no questions asked. So we do Ben Sherratt, Olimata, Simon Edmondson. So your extra defenseman, I'm going to go Wallman over Osterley easily. And if you're going eight, uh, you know, that's a whole different conversation. But uh then on, on the right side there, you know, Cider's going to be first pairing. I'm putting Aronic on the second pairing. And then so mm. go through the right side defenseman. A little Lindstrom, or do you want uh, my favorite my favorite kitty cat sound? I'm going, I mean, if I'm picking, I'm picking Lindstrom. And then if we go down to our, our non-roster boys, um... Wow, not a lot of righties. I think just uh, Tristan's boy New Power is in there. Yep, and that's not uh, that's not the most exciting thing in the world. Yep. Um, yeah, we gotta so get Sabrenko to play on the other side. 
I think we're settled on the right side. I think we have a lot of options here too. If things aren't working out going through training camp with, with a couple of these guys. So I I'm, I'm cool with this. Uh, I think right now everything's fine. And uh, I do think Jake is set up to make this team. And of course be some depth. If, uh, if anybody's going down now, Mike, this means we have one guy left to be signed. Ah! <laughs> All right, I just blew up. Sorry, sorry for everybody listening to the podcast and wasn't ready for that. Uh, I was trying to highlight Philip Sedina and be all dramatic, and then I highlighted every player on the team. That's um, okay. uh, Matt, arbitration season is over. Oh. Yeah. Um, so there's the, one man the with thing, uh, no name and no money on it. Yeah, I was going to say the only thing Steve has to worry about now, now that we're through the arbitration season, is the Philip Sedina season. <laughs> What, what do we do? Do we panic? Do we worry? Is he definitely being traded? Was it? I um... so. I, I'll, I'll go first. I, 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 I think I think this is a contract that gets <laughs> gets finished off. Like, if not right before training camp, the week before, I think he's fine. I uh, I mean, he's twenty two. Lest we forget. Um, you know, a, a highly touted, you know, prospect. Uh, so, I mean, he's right about it that, oh, now I get it year of his career. You know, he starts to put it together a little bit. Uh, we're going to, we're going to kid ourselves a little bit and pretend that uh, Rasmussen hit that um, after his last hot month of last season. And hopefully that projects over the, the full year. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zadina, he's still a young guy at 22. Um, and based on the, like the projections, um, and what his uh, his war was, he's probably looking at again probably an 80th of the cap, which I think we can definitely stomach, um, and still have room for some weirdly sexy acquisition with like eight million I think um, on available cap space after that. Do you think? Let me ask. What's more likely here? Eiserman was getting the more pressing matters settled considering arbitration was around the corner for Jake? No, I, when or you do, do your chores, like a when you do your chores, I think you do all the easy stuff first, and now he's at the hard one. Okay. And I'm, I'm the opposite. I will do the hard one first and then have just easy stuff waiting for me. So I feel like you, it was crunch time, right? Like, you don't want to sit in an arbitration hearing. You want to skip that. You got to get that. You got to get that stuff done. So Philip Sedina... Back away forever. I have all the chips in this conversation, right? He's he, What's he going to do? What's he going to say? Oh, my six goals last year. You got to give me eight million. Ha! No way. Um, so, so you have all of the bargaining chips. You have you have everything here. Um, like there's no threat that Sedina could come up with that's not going to make Iserman belly laugh out of the room. So he's he's got all the time in the world on this. I, I was going to say, you know, um, that it was a combination between getting Wallman done because he wanted to avoid our, you know, doing the arbitration meeting um, or hearing. And um, and also he threw, probably threw a number at Zadina and he just sat back and now he's just waiting. And Zadina is hoping he can wait, wait out Steve Eiserman uh, on a roster that really, you know, could go, could hit the ice today without Phillips. He's weirdly, I feel like, going to have contracts like um, almost like 
LeBron James, where he's just going to want to sign one year at a time to kind of do prove it deals. Be like, okay, whew, all right, finally got a like a twenty goal season. All right, now I'm ready to cash in. Because um, I don't think he wants to do two years, or, or I it definitely doesn't want to do three years, right? Because he's going to be getting lowballed um, because of statistically he hasn't really done anything yet. It's all a bunch of well, like, peripherally he he should be getting X amount of goals. Um, it just hasn't, you know, come to fruition yet. Um, so I, I, I would think that he wants a little job security at two years, but I mean, if he wants to really bank, I got to think that he just wants a one year deal to kind of prove, all right, now this is the year I'm going to put it all together. Um, but there's no way Steve's offering this guy a three year deal. Um, I like that. I mean, it's still kind of the same. Like, uh, I feel like we're in the same conversation where it's like Steve threw something at Zadina and Zadina's just hoping that something will go closer in his direction if he waits him out. But yeah, again, I, I think all the chips are in Steve's corner. So he just he just gets to wait out Zadina until he's ready to sign. Um, now, there were a couple of things I missed in the chat here. I got to throw out Eric Johnson reminding us that uh, Wallman is on IR to start the season. So that contract is taken care of, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Eric, by the yeah. way. Um, now, I can't remember what you said about Giovanni Smith, but Jared uh, responded with Giovanni does not deserve that. Um, this was uh, That's not about whether or not you old, deserve it or not. It's just he might be, you know, on the depth chart, the 13th or 14th forward and if Valeno is playing really well I would rather see him up there than Giovanni who I kind of feel like we have a pretty good idea of what he's going to be bringing it's going to be grit and toughness I don't know if it's going to really be point production it doesn't appear to be something he's developed yet where we can kind of see glimpses with Valeno um so I mean if that's the choice you know the goal is to win hockey games not just be the grittiest team so uh you know uh, it's it's nice to have these tough decisions, right? Um, yeah. So I I don't know if it's about deserve. It's about what gets earned. So I just feel like so far, Blano's, you know, probably earned more of a role so far. It's just, whew. I know that on the uh, the old cap sheet, it's a lot easier to move Blano back and forth with Giovanni uh, where you can't. He would have to clear waivers. But, um, yeah. Gets all thrown out there. Pissick dead for six months. He'll be on LTIR. Now, why, why, why is yeah. he cap-friendly updating us for us? I, I'd like to know. I'd like to know that. Yeah, the easiest thing about making these decisions where we're like, hey, we actually have a little bit of depth now. Um, it's also because so many guys get hurt all the time, um, and we're still mucking around in uh, in the COVID swamp. Um, so I, I think it's going to be pretty easy for us to see a lot of these guys lower on the depth chart getting a shot. All right, Mike, quick. Who says no? Jared Shaw, Philip Sedina to New York Islanders for Matt Barzell. Straight up. Come on. I, I don't know Islanders. why right. Steve would say no to that. I don't know why Steve would say no. Come on. Uh, yeah, this would be... I, I'm pretty sure at this... At, we know Jared enough. That was, that was probably him making fun of Twitter for throwing out every trade possibility that was out there uh, at the time for Matt Barzell. Uh, like all the Tyler Bertuzzi stuff. Um, that's Jared. I'm hoping that that's what you're doing. <laughs> Chewy throws out there. I'd go for that. Yeah. Um, um, no, I mean, it would include, you know, a Red Wing first round pick, which is right now in a, in a, in a unique place, right. Where it's not a guaranteed top of the lottery. Uh, but we don't quite feel like this is a playoff team yet. So you're right in that flounder position. 
is it better to draft a guy uh, who's you know tenth or eleventh, or uh, you know maybe make a move with them and include a Zadina contract for nine bucks? Uh, Dan B thrown out there. All the Zadina talk makes me miss Quinn Hughes. Ah, I mean, I hope you don't miss him. That's like. That's like me missing Britney Spears when I had a crush on her. <laughs> like I had no chance. It's just, it's gone. It didn't happen. It's, you know what I mean? Like, I guess, I mean, there was a chance, right? But do you miss Wallstat? You know, you miss, you miss the prospect of, of getting them. That's what I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm giving you a hard time, Dan. Uh, where, where was uh silver 3344? He, uh, he read, he was, uh, Zadina was offered, uh, 850k, one year, wow. two way, and he just hasn't signed two way contract. What a kick in the nuts for Zadina! Is Zadina uh, Murdoch, a win for him? Hey, Murdoch. Um, can you go back to that real quick for Silver? Oh yeah. I gotta think. It, there's no way that guy's really getting like a raise. So I feel like the one thing he's waiting for is like, bro, come on, not a two way, not a two way. <laughs> that's gotta be. That's gotta be the breaking point where he's not signed yet. Um, Eric correcting us, Mike, not the six goals. That's a deal. Oh, he almost doubled it. Yeah. <laughs> so he does have, he has one bargaining chip. He got into double digits. Um, the other 50 bargaining chips, I'm sorry, 49 still in possession. Um, no, dad, dad throws out there. Quinn was taken at number seven after Zadina. I'm, I'm just saying like, you never, you never had, you never had Quinn. There was a, there was always that prospect, but we never had him. You can't, you can't miss him. It's still, I miss like him. there was right. There was a possibility I could have one day gone out with Britney Spears, but just just a lot of choices that had to go in a different direction for that to happen. Um, <laughs> a lot of bad choices by Britney Spears to make that to happen. Um, <laughs> holy mackerel. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I, I don't know if we've exhausted our topics yet, but yeah, that's Zadina one. Um, is he signed before Traverse City, man? Well, my prediction before, I want to land on that prediction I made before, uh, that he will sign the day it starts, the day we get into training camp. So he wants to have some breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, is he dealt before next season? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to ask, is he dealt before the season? <laughs> like, I was like, wait, we just covered Signed you, traded you. Goodbye. I mean, that does happen, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> but not I don't for, think. Not for lack of trying. Does that make sense? It's not like he's the only guy in the league who's not playing up to his draft position. Um, but I just his value is so low right now. I don't I don't foresee a trade. Yeah, like but, how what are you willing to get back that's right, that makes sense that another team is gonna say, Well, I mean, this is where I kind of see him trending, so I'll give you this. Kinda and, and I guess I'm trying to sell what this would be with my negative um attitude but uh you know why don't why not just see if ever if we can get this to work out on our side um 
and you know if it looks like he is trending negatively and and you can't really get anything to make out like i guess you can try to even out what's coming back your way i just don't want to i don't want to say it's evened out because we picked up like three pieces of garbage you know and it's like well you are giving us the best piece of garbage so here's our three pieces like i want to get like an equivalent at like another position and just let me see if i can fill out the roster with you know here's here's who was a first round pick give me someone who might might not be trending at any point towards superstar but could fill out a roster and do their job maybe you know maybe take up some penalty kill minutes or something like that you know part of that conversation and then you get this great shot you get zadina's great shot so that's i just don't foresee that i i don't see that trade happening i guess but uh, for all i know it's gonna happen tomorrow and i'll look, at, look like an ass anyway um yeah i don't i don't know what else to talk about this has been one hell of an episode we, uh... where i feel like from the start we've had nothing to talk about <laughs> and it continues um you do have to throw out there mike uh that the action never ends at DraftKings sportsbook especially this summer <laughs> with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports you could fuel your fandom feel the heat seasons like never before plus right now DraftKings sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's right make your first bet up to one thousand dollars and if it doesn't win you'll get another shot to cash in you can throw down an all major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with the same game, parlay spreads, money lines, under and over, over unders, <laughs> props. Your betting options feel endless. Um, I'm sure there's probably some IHF games that we could put some money down on, Mike. Um, probably just look at Canada and just keep dropping some dough. Uh, Mike, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit with your, your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See, dra- see show notes for details. going to say see DraftKings for details. But no, see the show notes. All right. <sighs> um, Eric's out of here. Eric, have a good one. Bye, <laughs> I mean, guys. It does... This this is a slow week, right? I mean, we're we're scratching. I mean, they yeah. happen sometimes. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, yeah. so uh, hopefully we get something. We basically told you guys here's an episode about Red Wings at the IIHF. I really struggle with doing those two eyes, by the way. And then we also ended that conversation by saying, "Hey, none of this matters, or most of it doesn't matter. <laughs> Not none of it. Uh, most of it doesn't matter." Uh, so yeah, uh, we're having a good time talking out of both sides of our mouth. Uh, Kosa did let in another goal as uh, as we wrap up here. Still not his fault. Still has not seen enough shots. I want to see how many shots he's he has faced. Unless it's goal. ten, then we're probably in trouble. It's uh oh, this is confusing. All right, so it says it says they got another goal. He's still at uh, eighty nine percent save percentage. So. Uh, all right, here's a good question for you, Mike. Slow hockey week. You guys looking forward to Clash at the Castle? Ooh, uh, so, Murdoch? Uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre and Roman action, huh? I got to say, I I have been following along with wrestling, and Mike can answer this question better, but uh, I've been following along on Instagram because uh, Vince leaving, you know, my ears perked. They perked out. And everything I've been seeing, I still haven't gone back. I still haven't watched a full episode of Raw or SmackDown or any pay-per-view. 
but everything looks like it's really cool right now. <laughs> it looks like it was like the show I've always wanted. So, yeah. yeah I mean, it's built on one match. Um, it's just about getting Drew um, kind of coming home, you know, to fight Roman. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do with the women because uh, it's supposed to be the EST, Bianca, Asuka, and Alexa versus... Made her new friends, uh, EO and Dakota, and Bailey had a uh, awesome promo where she she just tripped up a little bit and said, uh, "Yeah, me and Dakota Sky." And then everyone started laughing. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, idiots! I know I messed up. Shut up!" And she just took it with a plum and kept rolling. And she's she's she was like a perfect good guy, and now she's an even better bad guy. Um, so really excited to see that. I'm excited to see a three on three match at a pay per view. Um, a match just, you know, maybe two weeks ago. Um, I wouldn't, you couldn't pay me to watch it on Monday Night Raw. Now I'm excited to see a women's three on three match just because I know Triple H is at the helm. Um, and he's going to be taking care of two women whose careers I was very excited about. And they kind of petered out because of people on top. So, yes, I am excited, uh, Murdoch, uh, to see a couple matches here. Dead B thrown out there, 10 shots. Eight saves. So he's I know. Let's see if we can get up to 40. Come on, baby. All right, now here's the interesting one. Mike, Tristan says, mark my words, we get four 30-plus goal scorers this year. Let's let's do this, right? All right, I'll take one. Larks. Okay, um, I like this. Uh, Verona. Damn it. <laughs> All right, I'm out. No, uh, give, me, uh, give, me, uh, give me Uncle Bert. Okay, um, we need one more. I mean, it's... Are you going it's to the kid? Be Raymond, right? Not Peron? Nah. Not Ben nope. Sherat, huh? With the career nope. year, huh? No. Um, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the offer. Uh, what about okay. Sedina, huh? Ooh. Oh, 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 man. All right, let's let's do this. Um Mike, are we are we going to break through? the top half of the league on the power play. Now that we have two power plays, we've got Perron going in there. I think if we had one more defenseman, we oh, would. That's true. We did. We, we missed out on the, uh, the Klingberg conversation where, I, yeah, very, I, I got a very Steve Eiserman contract. And I was super bummed. Yeah. That was right up our alley. Because it was just the one year, right? Yeah. What was that uh, seven mil? I think. Uh, yeah, it, it fit perfectly. I, I, I would be shocked if Eiserman didn't just be like, nah. like if he didn't, if Eiserman, you know, very quiet, you know, calm, um, professional, just said, ah, fuck it, you know, and put in a seven year. There's, uh, you know, it almost makes me think, why wouldn't he come here, play with Steve, but or play, play for Steve, but missed it. All right, so Tristan. I gotta think that's what we're saving that eight mil for. But yeah, Tristan. Tristan's got Verana, Raymond, Larkin, and Kubelik. <whistles> All right. Well, I, mean, I, I don't hate it. Um, am I? That's you know, a lot from Raymond. My God, second year in the league. Whew. Yeah, I. You you almost think of it like you know the last week you're seeing like. Larkin and Raymond and maybe Kubelik are at 29 goals and they've all got to have a big one, one last big game together. Um, Silver throw it in there, man. This is one hell of a hot take episode now. Um, 
And throw in your wrestling takes, too, if you're excited for Clash at the Castle. Go ahead. Well, you got another one, Mike. Uh, Curtis throws out there, speaking of wrestling, AEW is dying without Punk or MJF. Oh, man, Curtis, you're going to open up that can? I can't decide if Moxley or Moxley. I can't decide if MJF is um, actually deciding to go to WWE or if he's doing the greatest work in wrestling history by just not appearing after doing a pipe bomb promo. He has not made one television appearance, not one tweet um since that amazing promo i just uh, i will come back and say i'm not watching either but when it comes to my following on instagram there's one that's impressing me right now and one of them just kind of feels like they're going through the motions and uh i'd be in agreement with curtis tristan i'm telling you guys severely worried about kosa yeah he's big yeah he's athletic but stopping pucks isn't all about size and athleticism I, I know think- Tristan. All the the scouting reports for him really bummed me out because they were talking about like his body is so long. Like even if he does have great reflexes, he's still got to move you know really long legs into position to make saves. But again, yeah, you know this is one game, so I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, and I and uh, we, we should come in there too. Uh, Dan B threw out there. Sorry, twenty shots, two goals. So that that's hey, a hell of a yeah, thought- yeah, twenty more shots. We can make it respectable. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh that i will say as as much as we spent part of this episode talking about like how much this doesn't matter um those 10 shots do matter <laughs> that scared me um i was kind of like oh oh we gotta get back into this conversation about how worried we should be we gotta completely um, restructure our team to only give up uh eight shots a game Oh, you know what? Um, yeah, and the the website actually for the World Junior still says he's only faced nine shots. So this is this is just all over the place. Um, Tristan, I I would just say I'm not I'm not ready to make a decision, right? Like that's where we need to be right now. We're not ready to move anybody. But uh, you know what? With that being said, I think Tristan already threw out there. Lucas Dotson is a prospect. I do a one for one right now in exchange for Cosa. I just, I'm not, I don't think anybody needs to make these moves yet. We're, we're okay. There was something there. And if we're ready to play there, you know, there's something there that wasn't there before. Uh, oh, I knew that, that was coming. From a negative sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> like Tristan's kind of on that boat. Like he's, the fear now lives within Tristan. But um, I just think, right, we're just at the, we're just at a point right now where we don't need to, I don't want to hit the panic button on anybody. And there's nobody either. Like, this might be a kind of a boring season because, oh, man. I'm I'm definitely going to be on Can the I ask OCC Tristan, team. <laughs> if you're giving up on Kosa, how many years ago did you trade Zadina? Hmm. I mean, that's, that's interesting. Ah. <sighs> The difference there for me, if I could, I, you know, we might not get an answer from Tristan, but the difference there for me is the position too. Like we know, we know goalies do take a little bit longer. So, uh, Chewy's uh, four 30 goal scores, Larks, Verana, Burt, and then uh, he throws in Perron or Raymond, which I think we, we kind of had that conversation too. Uh, Ace fishing on Kubelik. I, I kind of, I was going to say earlier too, there might be with like the Kubelik peron conversation and then there's you know burton raymond right so we're all settled like larks and verona no problem i think it's going to depend on how these power plays are set up right 
Like, who's going to be in position to take the shot? Who's going to be in position to kind of clean up some of the garbage? You know, who's going to get a better role? Who's going to be the setup man? Um, and that might be the difference. And again, that's me going back to, uh, you know, Silver 34 saying this is a hot take episode because then I said, can we get above the uh, the 50% line? Uh, can we get in the top half of the league of power plays this year? Um, that's me kind of checking that box. Like, yep, we'll do that. And all of these goals are coming from uh, well, I'll say like uh, the, I think there's kind of a consensus of you know uh, Larkin, Raymond, Bertuzzi, Peron, Verano. I think if this team actually is like, oh my God, we're actually like on the verge of being in the playoffs. It's if we get like a 20 goal season out of somebody like Puse or somebody like Zadina um, or Ernie, like you know, he opens that. He's not just a, a, a flash in the pan that he has, you know, another season in him. Or my God, what if we get a twenty goal season out of out of uh, Rasmussen? Um, because I mean, you could talk about depth all day. About you know, we got we got a we could we could ice two teams. Yeah, but I want to like see him get some goals. Um, so I, I I think that that if that next tier, I don't I don't need Rasmussen to get you know forty goals and eighty points. Be nice. But, I mean, if that could be a guy that it's not just one month of one year of his career and he can be a little bit more consistent and he could put 20 goals in, or Zadina, you know, at the old, old age of 22 can finally figure it out, you know, and put 20 goals in. Um, or Puse, my God, what if he plays like an actual, like, second-line center? So when he's at the third line, you're like, wow, we, this is this is a really good team. Um, that, that next tier, I think, is the difference. <laughs> That's another name. Like we talk about Robbie Fabry and how I forget about him all the time. Oh, Steve's Robbie Fabry. Yeah, there's <laughs> another one. <laughs> um, Tristan throws out there to your Zadina question. He's useful in different spots in the lineup. Goalies, you have two, and they both have to be good. Um, I guess, yeah, so you can just keep downgrading, and, and this – I'm going to say downgrading in, in terms of like you draft a guy in the, you know, in the top 10, you're kind of hoping you're getting a top six forward and then you downgrade him to the middle six and then he's bottom six and then he's fourth liner. So you, you can keep downgrading Zadina and goalies. You're not going to like, well, this is, this is my backup backup goalie. So to Tristan's point, you gotta, you gotta make your decisions quick. I just would rather, and I guess what uh, Tristan, I think what you were talking about, I think you want to, you want to make sure that we're still keeping goalie prospects. So what? So that like that, to my point, I want to keep as many goalie prospects as possible. So hopefully you do land on something close to your, your Vasilevsky from the point of view of like, now you have your franchise goaltender. Um, again, I think I've said uh, in the last few episodes, I think Vasilevsky is easily on my Mount Rushmore of goaltenders all time. Uh, so it's pretty tough to get on the Mount Rushmore, I guess is what I'm saying there. But um, yeah, like you want to have you want to have as many opportunities or chances uh, with some of these young guys to, to like accidentally run into. Here's your guy, Tristan. My point is, Kosa uh, becomes a five-time Vesna winner or never sees twenty games in the NHL. Um. I'm, I know. I, I feel like that's too black and white. 
I know what you're going for. I, I just will be coming. Uh, there it is. All right. There's a correction there. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'm fine with that. Um, no, I, I don't think it's going to necessarily be that polarizing. Um, I, I'm, we'll give it time. They, I'm still going to trust the guy who, who pulled most cider out of his butt. Um, and managed to find, you know, maybe one of the, the best defensemen in the league. He must have seen something in Kosa, so I'm, I'm willing to be patient. Yeah, I, I think there's something to that, too. Like and he had the balls to offer Zadina a uh, two-way contract. Woo! Man, what a hit in the nuts. But go ahead, man. Um, but, yeah, there, there's something to that, like going out of your way to pick up a Kosa, you know, like trading up, and you had a wall set right there. And you said, nope, my boy's Kosa. That, I, the, to me, there's there's something there. Um, and we also know, like, the Red Wings have no problem picking up Swedish guys. They have a ton of guys in that area that, that can speak to every single player coming out of, I don't know, I'll just say, you know, just coming out of those leagues, coming out of Sweden itself. So I, I'm not saying, like, Wallstedt's going to be bad. I think I'm just saying that there's there's so much there to keep telling us like we don't we don't have to make a move yet, and um, there's something I think Silver said it. Yeah, uh, I agree on Zadina. Makes no sense to try a one for one change of scenery trade just yet, and that's where I was kind of coming to this point where I was like, I'm I'm probably gonna be the wait and see guy this year. There isn't anybody I'm like, I need to push out of here. Because contracts are going to expire, you know, we'll, we'll keep just getting guys off the roster because uh, time. Uh, but then, you know, there are, there are still contracts like uh, you've got Robbie Fabry on here. You know, like uh, I forget that he's on the team and this contract, uh, how, how deep is this? Is this Can I, uh, four years? But, I will uh, say like um, three years. How about this with Zadino? The reason I'm not willing to kind of give up on him yet is if – one of my favorite local picks was uh, when the Pistons picked Mateen Cleaves from the Michigan State Spartans, and you picked him because you know they won a champion national championship, and he was the point guard of that team. It's a horrible pick, awful. Uh, he had a broken jump shot. He couldn't hit threes. He couldn't hit twos. He couldn't really defend anybody. He was too little. Very quickly out of the league, uh, so it felt like a busted pick. Um, Sedina is not in that realm at all. Like, it, you can tell that he's just, you know, the right coaching guru. Um, and, you know, maybe my buddy Uncle Fester here under, you know, his first season under the helm. Um, maybe it's somebody like him, like a like a new a new way to approach the game is what's going to turn him around. Um, it's a lot. I'm going to use another basketball analogy just because it's local and Pistons, but it's like Killian Hayes, Pistons giving up on him when he was their, you know, lottery pick two years ago. That'd be madness. Um, you can see the flashes where he's got the skills, just like Zadina. There's certain spots where he's got really good skills. Um, I I think we're still able to cling to his um, brief at this juncture, chemistry with Verona, and be like, all right, we know there's something there. We just don't have the goals yet, which is so frustrating. But again, this is a 22-year-old kid. This is not you know, a 28, 29-year-old guy long in the tooth you know, career minor leaguer. He's just a guy just, eh, he just needs a, like a little tweak to kind of figure it out. Um, so yeah, I, again, I'm, I, I, I keep re I keep rehashing the same point, but yeah, I'm, the best thing for all parties 
is for him to do a short contract with the Wings and finally, finally prove it. I like what uh, Dan B had here. It's uh, we can't forget too. Like maybe these more offensive weapons can make a difference for Zadina too. Because it's not like we can deny that there's skill in that shot. We've seen him play a pretty good two way game, even though the analytics don't really support it that much. Yeah, that's more. that's um, huge. Ride tripped up. I think you were bringing up the J Fresh rankings of like who had the best first line, who had the best second line. Um, I mean, Zadina might really have some magic, you know, leading a third or a fourth line, um, you know, and being a skilled guy like that. So that's that's a great point there. Uh, a while ago, where are we? Uh, performance art came aboard. We'll just, he, he said hi. Johnny P, of course. Uh, Fabry had 20 goals a year is not a bad contract. He could, out to, he could turn out to be a great third liner. Um, <sighs> I don't know. I struggle. I struggle with the Fabry stuff because I'm I'm still like trying to fill out this roster. Um, I want to give some of the, some of the kids a chance at it eventually, and we're going three years deep on this Fabry contract. So, do you try and move it when he's 26? And maybe somebody else has this thought. Oh God, we can't start doing Fabry trade scenarios. We're already at an hour and eleven. All right, all right, all right. We got We got to get out of here. Um, <laughs> Tristan does throw out there. We'll, we'll kind of end it this way. I'm done with Fabry uh, and Ernie. Uh, Johnny P. Ernie can kick rocks. Fabry could be a great third liner. And Tristan, kind of okay. So right there, uh, and we've we've got plenty of third liners who aren't making more plus million. That's that's very true. Um, all right, performance art. Sadina gets a chance. He creates his own chances. Uh, skill. Uh, Skill around him might get him more opportunity, but he's got plenty of chances. So it, uh, he gets the chances, I think, is what Johnny's saying. Um, Throw it back we up. Need, we need to see I, the I, I, No, I picked it up. So Zadina gets chances, and his skill is he creates his own. Uh, he creates his own chances, um, and then, you know, like if he had more skill around him, he might get, you know, um, he might get more opportunity. I think I think a part of that too is what uh, what Johnny's saying is that he's creating these chances and then the guys he passes over to just suck. So um, as we keep adding depth to this roster, there's more opportunity for Zadina to actually connect on a good stick. Um. Oh, and then uh, Dan thrown out their new coach. That's who uh, Mike was talking about with Uncle Fester Lalon, um, or Lalon. Uh, Lalon. I'm going to get that. I still can't forget that I got yelled at on Twitter for not saying lol. Um, so anyway, Ben Chariot. Um, no. <laughs> All right, we got to sail off. Mike, you said we got to go. I can hear my kids still running around. It's 840. So I got to go put that Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Steve Weiserman um, on our next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to this complete shamble of an episode where there's almost nothing to talk about. And uh, hey, you know what? We've got like two more months of this. So hey. we'll see what happens. Oh, and we're officially uh, uh, going to Traverse City is, I believe, outside of our budget. So we are committing, though. Mike, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. We will be at the home opener. Um, so if you guys want to comment and tell us uh, a good bar, maybe we could uh, do a little Red Wings rant meetup. That would be fun. Um, 
Or if you guys want to go downtown, let's let's set it up. Maybe we'll do it by votes over the next uh, few weeks and see how many uh, responses we get. But hope to see you guys there. Of course, uh, DraftKings, use promo code THPN, uh, and we'll see you guys next uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> seems, to, seems to work. All right. See you later, guys. Peace.